0: We have developed speed, but we have shut ourselves in. Machinery that gives abundance has left us in want. We think too much and feel too little. More than machinery, we need humanity. We know the air is unfit to breathe and our food is unfit to eat, as if that's the way it's supposed
1: to be. We know things are bad, worse than bad. They're crazy. Island.
0: Don't give yourselves to brutes, men who despise you, enslave you, who regiment your lives, tell you what to do, what to think, or what to feel, who drill you, diet you, treat you like cattle, use you as cannon fodder. Don't give yourselves to these unnatural men, machine men, with machine minds and machine hearts.
2: It is Reality Rants. I am Jason Burmis. brought to you by redvoicemedia.com where we do the second hour uncensored all the time, every time. And honestly, there's going to be a lot in the second hour I can't do here because there was a video today that just made me smile and laugh so hard and made me think to myself, you know what? This is why I do what I do because no matter how hard these people try to convince others of their hate and lies, okay, there are some, no matter what their socioeconomic status is, right, that are just going to say, no thank you and how dare you. And no thank you and how dare you is kind of mild to what I saw today. Now, this is from something in PBS where they're going door to door in the cities with the Fouchter, the Foucherini, the Fouchinista, if you will. And as they're doing, it's, it's just so crazy, man. <laughs> okay, it's just so crazy. As they're doing it, okay, as they're doing it, this dude is just schooling them. He's giving them the old schooly McGee. And he, he's going off and and they're giving him every single Johnny nonsense bullshit talking point. And they're in the they're in the inner city, all right? They're not in a great neighborhood. And this dude for a minute and a half, he does his thing, he shines light on the darkness so well. Um then I was like, "Yes." And I can't play that here. I can't I can not If I play that here, you're banned. Talk about medical misinformation. Oh, my goodness. The thought police in full effect on that one. 100%. 100%. So that's a little upsetting. We can't play that. It's really a clip. Uh, I may, for my Rockfin audience, because you guys are so good to me, when we leave YouTube, okay, and we leave uh, Twitter, and we leave Rumble, I may hold you over just for that segment because you guys deserve it. I mean, you want to see an actual smile on my face. You, you might not see one bigger ear to ear when I saw this. This just gave me so much hope for humanity. This is why we fight. Because that guy and everybody around him, everybody around him, to, to the people at the top, the true predator class, they are the useless eaters on another level. They are the dregs of society, the plebs. all right? And, and they look at me and you the same way they look at them with disdain, okay? Uh, with the the self-righteousness of a a social Darwinist mindset of domination on the rest of us. That's what they're looking at. And social Darwinism is something I want to get into in the opening rant here. Of course, we're going to talk about Trump. Tomorrow's supposed to be the big day. You you want to talk about an establishment that wants to implode everything through controlled chaos by arresting Trump for absolutely nothing. The walls are closing in. You know, the Blue Anon thing was as big a joke, but really way more harmful than the Q and nonsense because it had the full steam of the mainstream media and an entire side of the political spectrum on it. We've got them, Russian collusion. We've got them, Ukrainian backdoor deals. What planet are we on? What planet are we on that Trump's phone call with a corrupt Zelensky to look into corruption on Biden yeah, you made some guy <laughs> into a hero whistleblower that did nothing but tell, frame something that should have happened in a negative light. In other words, Trump did everything right. Hundred percent perfect phone call. Hundred percent. Yeah. You know what? Maybe we will withhold aid from you if your corruption doesn't stop, and we take a look at Barisma in the gang. Hundred percent. Perfect phone call. Well, you got somebody that's going to frame that as this new thing called election interference that never, ever, ever existed until the establishment decided that now the internet was out of control and that now, because of the way information was spread, it's time to bring in the thought crimes. It's trying to accelerate the psychological warfare because they tried really hard. With just their misinformation and disinformation campaigns for a long time. And in the in the Rev up to 2016, they thought they had it in the bag, their establishment candidate, the whole nine. All right, they were kind of fun. They thought Trump was kind of fun. It was a big ha 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 ha. We control everything. And they re- they thought they had it in the bag up until the night of election. And no matter how much corruption they had, and there was plenty of it, believe me, I know, I don't believe that. Hillary Clinton won the popular vote, just like I don't believe in leprechauns. Okay? (laughs) You had the same corrupt fractional voting system there, but it just couldn't be rigged enough. Oh, they made sure. They made sure in the next run. It's a whole different ballgame. And now they don't even want the guy to run. All right? So, and then after the fact, they, and when I say they, the establishment... Time Magazine in particular puts out an article talking about the outward collusion that just came a nuts hair away, this far away from maybe probably could have been illegal. Like real election interference, real collusion, real suppression of facts. We know better than you. We are the social Darwinists. And that idea of evolution and Darwin. Really hit me hard yesterday. It it was weird. I was setting this up. Uh, This is the new studio, by the way. I have not put up. It might still be a little reverby and echoey because I haven't put up. I did go get another egg crate. Uh, I haven't cut it up and put it up on the walls yet. That's probably uh, going on after this. But (laughs) I was watching Rob Ager, who I'm a big fan of. And Rob Ager does film analysis. And I found Ager's stuff. Boy, probably 15 years ago, maybe more than 15 years ago at this point. But I remember the thing that he did the, the most that impressed me. He's a big Kubrick fan. And if you watch the show, you know I'm a big Kubrick fan. And he talked about 2001, A Space Odyssey, and the meaning of the monolith. Now, when you first watch 2001, A Space Odyssey, as a younger person, as I did, you're extremely confused It doesn't really have the pace of the sci-fi movies that you're used to. There's no talking like the first 25 minutes. And there's definitely puzzle pieces along the way that you're not really even meant to understand, at least on a base level. However, uh, I I particularly remember my first run through when I watched the uneasiness and understanding um, the progression of, of trying to show the evolution of man from some kind of a primitive uh, ape species into traveling the stars and evolving really into putting themselves into possible obsolescence through AI, right? There's a lot of transhumanism that you don't even, I didn't realize at the time was transhumanism in that film, but there's a lot of transhumanism in that film. You know, now, now looking back at it, it's basically creating your replacement that has the power over your life force. That's pretty wild. And, and that's, in, in my opinion, what's happening. So I look at that, and you know, in the end, humanity wins, right? Dave versus Hal, Dave beats Hal, Man beats machine. I had never really come at it from the angle of what I heard Rob Ager say on an interview I came across. I think from he must have posted it in the last several weeks on his page. And the monolith itself, for the meaning of the monolith, um, which I think he's correct, really represents the entertainment screen, the 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 movie screen, the screen that we're all attached to at that time to tell narratives, all right? And, and that... and really how that is a base reality. I mean, that's kind of the representation and the ride you're on throughout this. The monolith is really the movie screen. And, and I think it also speaks to the power of Hollyweird and their influence on society um, through backdoor channels. Now, for those that don't know, at the same time he made this film, he and Arthur C. Clarke worked together. Arthur, Arthur C. Clarke puts together a novel. Arthur C. Clarke, big-time transhumanist, huge transhumanist. And there were a few things that I learned over the weekend which were just mind-blowing to me that I hadn't ever picked this up or hadn't seen it. And it wasn't just Ager's work. We'll go back to Ager in a second. But for instance, for those familiar with the film, in the scene where finally this ape species has been enlightened by the monolith, they've figured out tools and how to use force right? And through the, basically they figured out now that they can use force against others and they've figured out how to use tools at a base level. And this takes them into the next step of their evolution. This bone that's been used as a weapon is thrown up into the air. And then the next thing you see, you haven't heard anybody speak throughout the whole thing. Incredible film, by the way, still holds up, looks incredible. It's the other thing. It goes up and you see a spacecraft, some kind of a satellite. What I did not know about this. Now, if you look at this, is that what they're doing is showing you several space weapons, nuclear weapons. Remember, this is 2001. This is from the sixties. So what they're telling you is, all right. And and supposedly in in the script, they're about a hundred miles up and in the book, they're about a hundred miles up as well. So they're actually in the baseline of the script. They're described as nuclear weapons. And Arthur C. Clarke has discussed how they are nuclear weapons. So the weaponization of space is the first thing you see after this bone that's been used as a weapon is there. And that is actually a reality. Now, whether all these other nation states have nuclear weapons in space, they weaponized space in the 80s outwardly. And I would argue the vast majority of what the NASA program actually was, was that weaponization of space, right? And something that to me really is undeniable and it's essential to understand and learn because going back to Eger, when he was going over the overall um, meaning of the film, he goes, well, the first thing that I would say, the meaning of this is uh, the first thing I think is that interstellar space traveler, this kind of thing is like bullshit. I'm like, whoa. And he's like, it's not plausible. It's really probably not possible on the scale that we've been told and it's a, the darkness of space and the unsure. It's really like a horror film. So right out of the gates, he says that, that he hints at this throughout the movie. But for those that don't know, you know, this is really a, a film that not only embraces the idea of, of Darwinism, but was sold not so much that man was going to defeat AI, but make people look at it in a positive light. And IBM in particular was an investor. NASA worked on the film. I mean, directly on the film. Two head guys at NASA work. So really this presentation that Kubrick gives is a propaganda piece for the establishment in many ways to promote technology and even the idea of eating not real food like the astronauts do. The printed food and even the artificial food that they eat that we're now seeing come into fruition Another thing that i really that, that grabbed me i mean really grabbed me when I found out that the first thing that they were talking about were nuclear weapons in space was in um in the screenplay it also says that overpopulation in two thousand and one has overtaken um you know the other basically the other problems in society it's over and so Again, this worldview that we need to go to space, okay, that there's too many of us, the whole everything is there. that we came from apes. Yeah, and and then Kubrick kind of flips it on its head in Eger's mind and says, no, actually this is a film saying that these things are ludicrous. Now there's obviously a ton of different theories out there of whether or not um, the moon landing was a hoax, right? and whether or not kubrick was behind that i'll say this about the moon landing first of all the the apollo missions to me although there is some impressive video lord knows you know what that is or where it was taken or how they did it um from craft i don't buy it and i'm not buying artemis right now okay i i really do believe the vast majority of what we're seeing via space is a holly weird illusion that's based on what we saw in 2001, a space odyssey, a hundred percent. And that's the other thing that pierced the culture. You look at even the, they're they're changing the colors now, by the way, you look at even uh, that orange color that's featured there in that original spacesuit and how that spacesuit looked. All right. There's a ton of influence there as well. Um, Kubrick's film's a classic. It's two-plus hours. Uh, a lot of people will think it's slow. It's not for them. But it's something that you can continue to look at and be like, wow, this is super interesting. And there are a lot of uh, hidden messages, layers to that film. I love those type of films. Love them. All right. Um, let's move it on. Let's, let's talk the Trumpski and Hutch for a second. If you didn't catch my broadcast yesterday, we kind of did. And Ask Me Anything on the subject I floated around at, uh, some of the news and unfortunately, who do I see in the news talking about this? I see Alan Dershowitz talking about it. Isn't that great? The Dersh, old Dershky and Hutch. That's good, isn't it? It's always great when Alan Dershowitz comes to your side. So speaking to that aspect of it, there's a failure of the Trump administration. What do you mean? Why is Dershowitz a failure of the Trump administration, Jason? Well, in the, um, I believe it was the second impeachment, Dershowitz was like the head lawyer in a slam dunk case you didn't need to hire Alan Dershowitz for. And there's no need to hire Alan Dershowitz ever. You know why? Because Alan Dershowitz, although he, he claims to have not committed any crimes with him, was very much a part of Epstein. Okay, that whole Epsteinage network and defending old Epstein and the Palm Beach deal, Mr. Dershowitz and Epstein together again for the very first time. So, if you're trying to drain the swamp and you're trying to really say that you're not part of any kind of deep state apparatus, you don't use Alan Dershowitz. So Dershowitz has come out and said, look, of course Trump had sex with Stormy Daniels. Shocker. And of course this hush money was paid. Shocker. And of course he lied. Shocker. All things I've been discussing for years is I don't give a mother truckins. Okay? It doesn't make one bit of a difference to me. I, I knew who Trump was before he was elected. And I know who he is now. Okay? So let's get that out of the way. Already knew that was on the on the table there, Trumpers. Trump will do. He says, but it was to hide it from his wife. And that's different than lying to the American public. And really, again, are we going back to Clinton and cigars and the whole shebangle? Now we're talking 20, like 24 or 5 years ago. 24 or five years ago, we're going back to that. That's it. I mean, it might be 25, 98, maybe that scandal was. Maybe 99. And it's another one where at the time, when I was, you know, a teenager about to be 20-something, really should have been a non-story. Wow, a president. He's got his dinkle schninken, the, the intern. And there's a lot more to that story. You know, there's questions of whether or not that was a honeypot operation for Israel via Lewinsky. And that's a good question to ask. Whether or not that involved uh, Mega or the Mega Group. That's another good question to ask. It's out there. It's out there. But with with Trump and Stormy Daniels, it was just like, oh, so a high-end hooker slash porn star had sex with a guy with a lot of money and three on his third wife. And then he said, you shut your mouth and here's some money. And she said, okay. And now we're here. And like I said, this person's going to do whatever because it's good for their career. Because that's, and believe me, if Trump was on that end, if Trump was stormy, he'd be doing the same thing. He'd be doing the same thing. Because Trump loves to manipulate the media too. Now, the establishment loves this because and they know they have a nothing case. Let's look at, let's get that out of the way. They know they have a this is huge headlines everywhere. We'll take up the news cycle. Takes the pressure off the banking collapses. In our face banking collapses are happening now. All right, fine. Controlled financial implosions, the stock market, Ukraine. All right. If, who's talking about East Palestine anymore? Just let's take it all off. Inflation still not transitory (laughs) layoffs everywhere in big tech. Think about that. You got these companies laying off one, five, 10,000 people at a time every couple of weeks now. The Amazons of the world, the Facebooks of the world. Here comes Instagram. They're all goodbye. See ya. See ya. And these are people with some cushy, cushy, sometimes six-figure gigs that aren't so cushy in that area. I mean, all of a sudden, they're going to have to move. They're not going to make rent. Going to destroy some real estate markets. What And, you know, inflation's going in. And maybe their bank collapses. Boy, they, this is a great distraction, especially if they don't let them out. Like, if they don't just... Pr- First of all, the perp walk is going to be... In some senses, it'll be Epic. Right. (laughs) In some senses, it will be epic, because I mean you're gonna see meme after meme, after meme after meme after meme after meme after meme meme on this one. This is gonna be used as a propaganda tool for decades. I mean, if we're around, guys, if we're still around as a human species, if we win, if we beat Hal and the gang, go Kubrick team human. Okay? I mean, for a long time, he's the new Hitler. He and that's the cartoon level stuff, right? He's the new Hitler. It's as cartoon level hes he's coming to save the world. <laughs> none of it. None of it. That's not what's happening, unfortunately. I wish it were happening. I wish we I wish we had a hero to save us. At the same time, the people should be able to vote for the guy they want. And he's wildly popular. So now uh, they're trying to push citizens into, into some kind of physical conflict. They are, in a sense, trying to set up J6 2.0. But they already have so many units within the FBI and the NSA and the CIA that have subdivisions within the Signature Reduction Program and assets that, that's like a, like almost a foregone conclusion. It's like, tell me something I don't already know. Okay? Shocker. All right. I want to hit some of these videos. Some of these videos, a lot of these videos, I'm actually not even going to be able to play on YouTube, uh, including you have a, a member of parliament just going off lately. Going off. We got a new video of Andrew uh, Brigand. And I think we played... We may have played him on the Thursday show in the second hour, but he is hot fire right now. Okay? couple of stories out there and I want to put into the public arena. Um, I didn't grab the video for the one, but there's a video out there, whether it's true or not, I don't know, uh, claiming that in rural parts of Illinois, the CDC is setting up uh, trailers and they are going door to door and asking residents who may or may not have dipsy doodled, dipsy danced, maybe may not have Dipsy danced according to the video to come on in and we'd like to run some tests on you and maybe we'll pay you a little scratchola and we'll give you a little cheese for it. And uh, this person said, you know, I got like a mile plus long dirt road. They came and they, and they talked to me and it was either her boyfriend or husband or something like that. And it was very creepy and they didn't get them on a camera. Now another video I can't play, but I, I will play in the second hour this, this woman was way nicer than I would ever be with the FBI. The FBI showed up because of some some posts apparently uh, saying to fight back against uh, the big cheese. And I'm not talking about Joey Bizzle, not Joey B, not Zombie J, not even uh, Kakamala Harris, <laughs> the, the cackle monster. No, I'm talking about a little thing called Pfizer. What? You know, the one that sponsors all the, yeah. uh, Made some posts that were against a corporation and the FBI showed up. Now, if the FBI ever shows up to my home for any reason, under any circumstance, we go live right away. We go live right away. It's like, without a doubt, right now, let's go live. We need to do that. And you can talk to me live. And I'm going to put your face out there. Because you're the same people, all right, that worked for an organization that currently work for an organization that are the Cointel Pro crowd, all right? And that, and, you, and by the time they, whether they worked there for 20 years or not, you should have known that. Okay? You're the Cointel Pro crowd, you're the cover up 9/11 crowd, You're the push the war on terror crowd, okay? And then on top of all that, you're the Russia, Russia, Russia crowd. Yeah, there's no reason you're 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 the let's sign a deal via Mueller with Epstein crowd. That's who you work for. And you want to show up to my door and start talking to me because I made a post saying to stand up against a multi-billion dollar corporation? Wow. No, that's not fact, that's not really fascism. Come on. Give me a break. Of course, it's that's a, that's the definition of fascism. So, first one that I want to play. All right, there, there's a couple of a, a pretty big ones. Okay, I want to play this because this is the ex-head of Mossad, and we talk about global events, global turmoil. This is something nobody's talking about. And Netanyahu seizes power again, and now that one of the guys that Netanyahu was cronies with, probably one of the most uh, ruthless individuals. <laughs> and I mean that, by the way. If you're running the Central Intelligence Agency at any point, you are probably pretty ruthless. If you're running the Israeli Masada at any point, you are probably pretty ruthless. All right? It's just, it's part of the gig. Part of the gig. This guy right now is warning what Netanyahu, Mr. Genetic Database, is doing over there. That's, that's how wild things have gotten. So let's, let's go to that video clip.
0: So why do you think he's taken such a risky move? Because not only have you laid out the risks from your side of the fence, but the governor of the Bank of Israel has also said that this is, you know, crazy. Others have appealed to the president to, quote, stop this insanity, your president. Um, some have, uh, you know, said that it could cause civil war. Why do you think Bibi Netanyahu has taken this step? Not to mention, you know, criticism and concern from major allies like the United States
3: I'm not a psychologist and I don't pretend to be a psychiatrist either but I believe that uh, the Benjamin Netanyahu of today is not the Benjamin Netanyahu that I knew when he appointed me head of Mossad and uh, I uh, grieve for this but I cannot accept that he could c- should continue and uh, lead the country and I believe therefore that if no solution is found to uh, put this uh, new project of his uh, into wraps and never to be unwrapped, then I think we will be entering a situation of uh, a non-constitutional
2: divide.
4: On a certain level, just as a layperson, you hear this, and it doesn't sound good.
2: All right, let's stop that right there, and we're going to get to the rest of it in a moment. So, first things first... Okay, take a look at that, and you know, as far as not being the same person, I would say you know, just another social climbing politician, a minion of the predator class, very much a globalist with um, nationalist interests, especially when it comes to Israel and its expansionism. All right, that's that's again real, and we have to acknowledge that. But to have somebody from the Mossad come out and say, "Hey, he's ready. He's this is it. <laughs> Whoa!" <laughs> whoa I don't like checkpoints I don't like expansionism I don't like automated Johnny nonsense weapons all right that can take lives and Netanyahu is is, again one of those guys talk about a hardliner look at what the Israeli people themselves forget about the settlement stuff and the Gaza Strip and all that controversy all right Look what he did to his own people during the COVID-1984 nightmare. And there's a headline. I don't even want to read the headline. I don't even want to read the headline here. We can't. In fact, we're not going to read it. We're just going to show it. This is the Telegraph right now. Of course, this is a comment or an opinion piece. Read the headline. Yeah, no kidding. Lots of stuff to talk about in that second hour. By the way, thumbs it up, subscribe, and share. Remember, we do this Monday through Thursday, bright and early, 8 a.m. Eastern, every single week. And you go to redvoicemedia.com slash Jason or slash Uncensored. Support the broadcast by spending a dollar for the first week, 10 bucks a month, or lock it in for the entire year at 100 bucks. RVM Network is exploding. Matt Couch doing a daily show as well, uh, Fired Up with Chad Canton is on today, Drew Burquist, and of course, uh, Ray does the roundup a lot, as well, over on this network, and we are continuing to expand, so you like what we do here, you want to see, you want to see the fauci going through a rugged neighborhood, getting schooled, again, it's the feel good, it's the feel good clip of the year, I promise you guys, it's the feel good clip of the year, now, Uh, But we don't even have a hundred thumbs up over on YouTube. Can we do it? Same on Rumble. We need to share this on Rumble. Let's rumble it up across Twitter, across Getter, across Truth Social. All these networks, right? All of them. And again, bad move on Trump to get involved with the Dersh. You don't want Dershowitz defending you on national television. It's it's like, here's another one. Sean Hannity. Not my favorite, never been my favorite, never going to carry water for Sean Hannity. Tunnel the Towers um, is an organization that helps veterans, first responders who get injured in the line of duty carry on with their lives by either renovating their home into a smart home or giving them a smart home. It buys up all these communities. Actually, a really great charity. You know, this guy, I'm not knocking the guy who does the charity. Okay, at all. However, and one of the one of the sponsors is Mark Wahlberg. We've talked about Wahlberg on on this. I I don't like to you know go out on a limb and say you know there's some things dumb that he said, but uh, recently gave some really interesting comments um, on Ash Wednesday. We played those. At least he's trying to be a positive role model in, in Hollywood after doing some questionable things in his youth, right? So, <laughs> I'm losing my thought here. I'm talking about Marky Mark. On Hannity, they bring on Conor McRapist. I mean, Conor McGregor. All right. Somebody who, I mean, when, when you look at it, he's just the best guy ever, right? They've got him coaching tough. The UFC, WME Entertainment, right? Um, Disney. ESPN, they're all in the business now of selling his next fight versus Michael Chandler. And I hope Michael Chandler mops him. I, f- I hope finally someone ends his career. Sorry. I don't... i The only cage Conor McGregor needs to be in are the ones that hold criminals that don't stop attacking women, men. I mean, men are one thing. But for those out there that have... A mom, a sister, a daughter, a niece, a cousin, a friend, who's a woman, might not want to support this guy. So Sean Hannity decides to bring this piece of human garbage on his show with the Tunnel to Towers guy. Now, look, the Tunnel to Towers, dude, I don't blame you, man. You want as many eyeballs on this thing as possible. I can't expect... That you look into uh, the news about you know people allegedly being assaulted and jumping off of boats, people allegedly being hospitalized in manners that we're not even going to go into on the program today. We can't be we can't be held accountable there, right? You don't you don't know that, but to bring him on. And he's a, he 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 drops f bombs on Hannity on live television with his oh I got a big old check boy oh look at me I'm a family man we love the we love the first responders prison that man belongs in prison but you know what he makes people a lot of money oh you're trying me apple whiskey boil oh proper twelve I mean really terrible person horrible person a microcosm for the dark circus that we're in. Joe Biden, terrible person, horrible person. Hunter Biden, terrible person, horrible person. And now even the mainstream media on the left, like, like CNN's trying to get some kind of credibility, I don't know, is admitting through the lawsuit on Hunter that's, <laughs> oh boy, oh. Just, we're in crazy town. Hunter is suing this guy for giving the laptop to all these people. It's not just a laptop, a bunch of hard drives. All right, I don't even know. I've said this from the beginning. I'm, I'm not even sure that Hunter Biden is the one that dropped. Maybe he's the one that dropped off these laptops. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. I wasn't there. Hey, is it possible it wasn't him? I think it is. All right. And, and is it possible lord knows what you're doing when you're smoking that much crack and you're with that many hookers you're pretty compromised and you're cutting backdoor barisma deals in the ukraine chinese style just just unreal so now you have the media being like well it is kind of a bad look it's it's kind of a bad look let's get to that
4: on a certain level if just as a layperson, you hear this and it doesn't sound good uh, there's a guy whose name is uh, John Robinson Walker. He gets $3 million from a Chinese based company and proceeds to wire it out to a bunch of people named Biden, one of whom is Hunter Biden. Another one is a company that belongs to the president's brother, James Biden, and another amount of money to Beau Biden's uh, widow, Hallie. So again, from a layperson, that doesn't look
2: good. No, no, it doesn't look good <laughs> to a layperson. <laughs> again, speaking down to you like you're enough. To a layperson, to a child. You know, to one you know, of the plebs, that could look bad. To a voter. <laughs> the amount of disdain they have for the public is incredible. Incredible. And so here's something that you won't see on CNN, but really haven't seen on Fox News either, right? The, the, they're, they're just against the poot-poot as much as everybody else. They're poot-putins. Get that poot out of here, okay? Poot-putins. So this is what it looks like when people get out in the street, and let's see if we ever get it here in the United States when we're talking about the United Nations or the World Health Organization or any number of these globalist outlets. Real globalist, I go, God, Jason's using the dog whistle term of the globalist. They're outwardly about globalization and global governance. They're outwardly about techno-fascistic. Bureaucracies of authoritarianism, aka total fascism. Total fascism. And they're all based in collectivism. Call it communism, call it socialism, call it any other ism you want. The one to really look at is collectivism. The idea that it's not the rugged individual that has inherent rights granted to them by God. But instead, an authority at the top that knows best for the rest of society and dictates and regimens all the human beings of that society. And you don't have, quote unquote, God given rights. so you know again in europe in france yeah the, the french actually get out there people forget the yellow vest movement the french actually get out there and do their thing go okay that, that's just again just a fact they do it they do it to it so there's a clip i want to play of davy rockefeller okay and uh David Rockefeller is one of those guys, in my mind, that is a quote-unquote architect of the modern-day New World Order movement. He has openly discussed in his books that he and his family have colluded with others against the best interests of the United States. I mean, amazing. I mean, an actual quote that he stands guilty of charge of doing all that. Some people would call that treasonous. He'd like to call it a bestseller. I'm not even, I mean, again, it's... And the reason I want to call him an architect is because this was, don't get me wrong, a lot of Rockefellers out there in government and business, and obviously John D is daddy empire and daddy's strong arm when it came into the oil game and building his family up to to be part of the robber baron class or the predator class, if you will. But David was really the golden child in that he was naval intelligence. He learned a lot of discipline. And uh, from not only the discipline, he also learned the tools of the trade of making connections. Of interconnecting people, of having relationships, of drawing people together under a common goal. Okay? And this clip in particular of that quote unquote common goal is one to preach climate change and overpopulation. And back in the day when he was doing this, he would talk about pollution, right? But the only pollution that's really discussed at this point is not nuclear pollution, not really plastics and and what they're doing and how they're leaching into the system or even the the big pharma or the GMO pollutants, in my opinion. Right? Not, Not that stuff. No, no, no. Now it's nature. Now it's carbon and nitrogen and methane. Okay? It's nature. So it's always been about regulating people and nature. I mean, go, go back to what I was discussing about 2001, A Space Odyssey, and how I was taken aback that, again, they were telling you in 2001, back in the 60s, this, this idea of the establishment, they love that, overpopulation by, there's just too many people. It's just, always just too many damn People. So let's get to that clip. Wanna make sure we get there. Bappity boo, and a skibbity bop. And with a little skibbity, divbity, divbity do. Thumbs it up, subscribe, and share, and get ready for a little bit of David Rockefeller.
3: Turn. The negative impact of population growth on all of our planetary ecosystems is becoming appallingly evident the rapid growing exploitation of the world's supply of energy and water is a matter of deep concern and the toxic byproducts of widespread industrialization have increased us atmospheric pollution to dangerous levels
2: so there it is atmospheric pollution now it's all about carbon but but it's always about too many people Doing too many things. Let me repeat it. Too many people doing too many things, according to David and the gang. Weird. Why why is that? It's always too many people doing too many things. And by the way, did I mention there are too many people doing too many things?
3: Unless nations will agree to work together to tackle these cross-border challenges posed by population growth, overconsumption of resources and environmental degradation, the prospects th- for a decent life on our planet will be threatened.
2: <clears throat> They're the ones degradating the planet. All right. They're the ones taking control of the resources. When I say they, it's their businesses. Not me and you guys. We're not making those decisions. They've made those decisions.
3: The recent U.N. meeting in Cairo is appropriately focused on one of these key issues, population growth. But the controversies which have erupted at the conference illustrate the problem of coming to grips with issues that are deeply divisive and which have a profound moral dimension. The United Nations can and should play an essential role in helping the world find a satisfactory way of... Stabilizing world population.
2: Oh, the old stabilization of world population. Where have I heard that before? Oh, that's right. It's in the NASA document. Oh, that's right. It's Club Rome. It's the Committee of 300. It's United Nations. It's World Health Organization. All stabilize the world's population. Let's just stabilize away, David.
3: And stimulating economic development in a manner that is sensitive to religious and moral considerations.
2: Yeah, he, he cares about religious and moral considerations. You better believe it. That's, that's what Davy Ragaveller cares about.
3: Economic growth is, of course, an in, inevitable corollary of a growing population and is essential to improve standards of living. But without careful coordination unrestrained economic growth poses further threats to our environment. This was a major subject of discussion at the conference in Rio de Janeiro on the environment two years ago. The focus then was on sustainable growth and global development. It was pointed out at the conference that growth is most efficiently managed by the private sector.
2: Oh, let's let the... Techno-fascism. Techno-fascism.
3: But regulation of the process by national governments and international bodies is also needed, and once again, the United Nations should certainly be among the catalysts and coordinators of this process.
5: In fact, John D. Rockefeller Jr.
2: So again, there's a... There's John D with David. (laughs) Actually, that might not even be David as a young man. Could be. Could be. Boy, John, he really ended up looking like a a human monster at the end. But he lived a long life. But at the end of the day, just like... And so did David. At the end of the day, mortality is going to get you. All right. So I got one more video um, before we end up going to premium that I want to play. And I think that this is an important video to play because, as I've been saying... I think it's a good thing that O'Keefe and Project Veritas broke up. I think that it is a good thing that you have competing organizations that are going to go after corruption. And here is a recent Project Veritas uh, video sting of somebody who is talking about getting the youth into um, this trans state of mind the puberty puberty blocker transhumanist state of mind see at the end of the day this is transhumanism and this person who's supposedly i think a reverend of some sort and obviously uh, an openly gay man is talking about utilizing basically the church at first to try to get these youth into meetings behind their parents back and now the library is a tool so yeah let's use the church and the education system the best we can to openly indoctrinate children into this ideology. No no big deal, right? No big deal. I know we're right like this close to having parents who are wreaking In my mind,
4: how communities thrive is through intergenerational relations. So I and the older queer folks are mentoring these young girls. Have you talked to your kids about queer Have you considered blockers? How
2: how critical is it, do you think, to get them when they're young? Political. We used to meet
4: at the church because it was free, and kids would say they're going to youth We moved to the library because kids said they were meeting their friends at the library. Isn't
2: this great? Isn't that awesome? Kids, children, kids, children. This guy talking to your kids and children. How are how are the Star Wars guy? Yes, it looks like a mini Lucas. How are so many of these people not in jail? How are we allowing this agenda? I'll tell you how. It's going nowhere because at the end of the day, at every nook and cranny, every way the establishment can, they want to challenge your humanity and what it means to be human. Okay, Another really interesting thing that Rob Ager um, said in this interview when he was talking about Kubrick and 2001 A Space Odyssey and the absurdity of space travel All right, and, and how it really is not a real thing. It's a Hollywood thing. And again, if the theme of it is that you're watching things through the perspective of a screen... Right, and you're taking this evolutionary journey uh, of the mind and of the spirit. You realize that you can be convinced through fake things. You know, there's a, a few continuity errors, few tricks in there that you know that you're watching a film that are kind of uh, amplified on purpose. One of the really interesting ones to me that kind of lets you know that you're watching something that's not real, that's fake, that can't be true in reality is when you were first uh, introduced to Floyd, who is the scientist who basically knows about the monolith, okay? And, and they've discovered this monolith on the moon, and he's come to the moon base, he's the, he's the first major character, and he's running, running propaganda for the state and running the cover stories, etc. But he goes to sit down and uh, talk about kind of what's going on in the cover stories acting innocent with the Russians, okay? And now the Russian. this is an international type space station. It's so funny. What the ISS that they give us in this and the moon bases that they give us a total fiction in reality, even 2023, really, uh, I, I think, makes the case that that's kind of what Kubrick was saying, that some of this technology is just not there. It might never be there. But there's a woman that has a blue shawl on there, right? And it's on her chair. And then they cut, even though obviously it's just a cut where they go from one person to the other, no time has passed and it's gone. It's on the chair and it's gone. You say, oh, well, that's just a regular continuity error. Well, later on, as they're walking through, someone over the loudspeaker talks about how a missing blue uh, garment, that garment, has been found and where they can come pick it up. Now, it didn't just magically disappear, right? It didn't just magically get taken away. It's there to give you the uh, realization you're watching an illusion. And we're watching illusions constantly, constantly. So whether they can get you to inject some hate and lies that might change you a little bit, Or they can get you to do a little surgery or take some pills that change you a little bit. They want it. They don't want a traditional man and a woman. They don't want human biology. They don't want the idea that you're special and that you have some type of a creator that is a deity beyond us. They want to make human beings the gods Okay, that, that's another theme in that film, 2001: A Space Odyssey. Just gonna, I'm just gonna keep coming back to it. All right, so uh, let's go back to this clip. We got a few more minutes. This is Project Veritas, and this is, in my mind, this guy is a monster among us. Somebody we should totally be keeping our eyes on.
4: So it's not lying, but it's not fully the truth. When they know that their queer kid is coming to me for support, they're going to be upset. It's when you are purposely misgendering them. When you are purposely not using their name. How do you handle that? I call CPS.
2: But that's your standard protocol. F yeah, we call CPS on parents. Wow. Child protective services on you if you're concerned that your kid is being groomed by an individual like this who's trying to push puberty blockers. That's where we're at. Pretty crazy. And again, ask yourself, is Veritas continuing to do good work? If they are, bite the bullet and just say, all right, this is actually a good thing that they split. I mean, it's okay to be wrong sometimes, guys. It's okay to be wrong sometimes. And so many people went after Veritas. Keep doing your thing, Veritas, if you're putting this stuff out. We want these kids to thrive and survive. We must get to their parents' place. Meet Reverend Casey Tinnen of Loomis Basin Congregational Church in Loomis, California. Casey is also the founder of The Landing Spot, a nonprofit community center meant to create, quote, a safe, supportive, and empowering space for LGBTQIA+ youth and the LGBTQIA+. And that's the new moniker. Good, good stuff. That that sounds like a real thing. <laughs> and, and, you know, I I hate to even say it. Like, come on. That's the, that's the unicorn line, all right? Do you, do you get it? That's the unicorn line, and I mean that from the bottom of my heart. You can be anything you want. And it used to be that you could grow up and you could be anything you want career-wise, and hey, while we're talking about space, an astronaut was one of them ladies, right? When they were trying to sell you, even then, things... Think about the culture that was sold to us as young people, firemen, police officers, astronauts, if you were, if you were really, whoa, and and it was this society of us looking out for one another and trying to go to the stars, but what, what was it really, you know, building an authoritative police state, not your neighborhood protect and serve cop a weaponizing space, not we're, we're traveling and we're going to share the technology. Instead, we're going to use it to manipulate people. Wow, they really screwed us over on that one. And then even, even teachers were aggrandized. And look, look at what's happened to our teachers. Look at what's happened to our culture via religion. And there were demons in the school systems always. And there were always demons in the religions, religious systems. Uh, mainly a lot of those demons are there because they want access to children. Look at Hassard. Dennis Hassard, labeled a serial child molester by a judge. Is he in jail? No. Where did a lot of his alleged activity occur? In the school system. Just saying. Oh, we are two mu- T minus two minutes or so, everybody. From going over to the premium end of the broadcast and getting our Fauci on, are you ready, guys? Th- this is this is Smiley McClippage. This is where it's at. I can't I can't get enough of this clip. I'm not gonna lie, it's so good. It's it's so so good. So if you want to see this clip again, come on over, Red, or you can just listen for free. By the way, um, the Podbean, the Info Warrior podbean.com. We do it live. I do want to remind everybody I'm a documentary filmmaker, loose change, final cut, fabled enemies, invisible empire, a new world order to find and shade the motion picture are free right here, right now for everybody all the time, every time. I want you to watch those, share them with others. I mean, watch shade. If you saw some of the watch along in the premium portion of the broadcast last week, how ahead of the curve are we? That's something that's very shareable at this point. Something that, in my mind, needs to be shared more and more. Okay, very proud of that. Uh, We're also on all sorts of outlets, including band.video. Some of our videos get some decent uh, traction over here at band. Some of them get better traction than anywhere else. I mean, when you got 22,000 views on a video that I think combined, even Rumble style between both and uh, Rockfin and YouTube don't make that. It's another great outlet. I want to thank those that are watching there. Don't worry. I'm going to keep my promise, Rockfin. We're 75,000 strong. And uh, we're going to at least keep you over for the Fauci video. The Fauci video is good times, everybody. And if you're not subscribed and you're watching on YouTube, what are you waiting for? Why aren't you subscribed? We do it live Monday through Thursday. Also, other great videos throughout the week, including what? Including a little mixed martial mindset. We talked about the skeletons and Bernie's. Uh, or I'm sorry, Barney Frank's closet. And then uh, had a special broadcast yesterday. A stormy arrest for Trump has arrived. Talk to the audience like you know we love to do. So with that being said, let's start signing off one at a time. And then we're going to get to the Fouchinator. Sir Fouchtastic. So YouTube, we'll see you later. Goodbye, uh, XSplit. And then when I say exploit, I see I re- I just read it off. That's Twitter. That's that. That's the Twitter feed. And Rumble, we love you, but we'll see you on the flip. Okay, I'm gonna just wait for my text. Once I get my text, we will roll with this Fauci video, guys. This this Fauci video is gold wrapped in diamond because it because it just outs these people for what they are. All right, it it lets you know that there are monsters among us. And they're shameless. I mean, this is the clown show on parade. Everybody, I want everybody to understand that the clown show on parade, where Fauci's out there with some authoritarian from New York, all right, and then on top of being an authoritarian from New York, a bunch surrounded by a bunch of people still in masks, trying to shoot you and your kids up with hate and lies. Okay, just let's let's do it. Let's let's Fauch it up. Here it is.
0: The simple facts are that in light of the government's own data... Oh, sorry. Um,
5: Wrong one. We're going to get to that one.
0: It's not effective.
5: If you were to get infected, you could pass it on to them. So you're actually protecting your family by getting him vaccinated.
6: Well, I heard that it doesn't um, cure it and it doesn't um, stop you from getting
5: it. No. Nope. So- on the very, very, very rare chance that you do get it, even if you're vaccinated, it's a very, you don't even feel sick. It's like you don't even know you got infected. First of all, that's a total lie. Everything about what he just said there
2: is a total and complete lie. And what do I mean by that? It's, it, it, it's pretty damn simple. Okay. He's not, that's not real. <laughs> that's not real. They, they told you as you took the shots, they would get you sick. And then it does absolutely nothing but crush your immune system and give you the quote-unquote side effects that they try to tell you that don't exist. It helps you in no way, shape, or form. They don't care about natural immunity. He's a liar. He should be in prison. It's prison time liar face. So this woman, uh, you know, is telling the truth, 100% telling the truth, and Fauci's just, no, you know what, I feel like lying today.
5: You don't like my lies? It's too bad, I'm a big liar. It's very, very good at protecting you.
6: Just the Anacostia, so get up okay. there. Okay. All right. Thank See you
5: now. later. Look at that!
2: Like, look at that poor child. That's who they're going after, man. That's who they're going after.
1: You the, day.
2: the people in America are not. And and, and this is my dude, man. Uh, you know what? I'm not even gonna talk. I want I want to bring it right back to it. I'm gonna get my ugly mug out of the way. I'm going to let this dude do his thing. Because this is what it's all about right here. are not
1: settled with the information that's been given to us right now. So I'm not going to be lining up taking a shot on a vaccination for something that wasn't clear in the first place. And then you all create a shot in miraculous time. It takes years to... Well, it, it used to take years. Okay, it used to. You know how? You know
5: how many years we're invested in this in this approach? About twenty years of science to get us to be 20 able to years do. It is quickly. not enough.
1: And nine yeah. months is definitely not yeah. enough for nobody to be taking no vaccination that you all came up with. The only yeah. reason
6: I'm talking to you right now, as close yeah. as we are, is that I've been vaccinated. Right. But if a lot thousands of people like you don't get vaccinated, you're going to let this virus continue to percolate in this country and in this world. Something
1: like the common flu then, right?
6: And, and like, it's like much the the more
1: common, serious than the flu. Right? Well, the flu kills a lot of people annually, yeah. too. You and know how many
5: people died now? of the flu the last year? I mean, not this year, virtually none, but the previous year, about twenty to 30,000. You know, how many people have died from COVID-19 in the United States? 600,000 Americans.
1: Well, you, well, that, well the, the number that you are given that died, that's, that, once again, that's you all's number.
6: You gonna pay us.
1: Yeah, definitely. Because right. right. when you start talking about paying people to get vaccinated, when you start talking about incentivizing things to get people vaccinated, there's something else going on with that. Something, yeah. else, something I, else going it on. It is with that.
6: something going yeah. on. With
1: something you're right. But with
6: I'm glad this. millions of people, like me and most everybody here, didn't get an. Did you know what their incentive was? Protecting their health
1: and protecting the city. Well, but that's, I, I won't well, I keep doing okay, anymore. It's okay because my, for, my, my, my incentive, y'all, campaign is about fear. It's about inciting fear in people. You all attack people with fear.
2: That's my dude. So let's go over the lies and how embarrassing that woman is. The only reason you're standing outside. Five feet from somebody is because you took a hate and lie shot, bitch. That's why. That's why. It, you should be ashamed. You're sitting there walking down the street with a front man for a demon eugenics program. <laughs> You're on the wrong side of history. On every level. On ev- not on a, on a small level at all. It don't matter what the color of your skin is, girl. All right? You're out there hurting people. The only reason you're standing outside even talking because you took a hate and lie shot. You make me sick. You're weak. You're pathetic. It's disgusting. When Fauci sits there and he talks about 20 plus years on mRNA, he's not lying. He's not lying. Yeah, no, they they perfected something with the Defense Department and DARPA in partnership with Moderna and the gang. Yeah, I don't trust the Defense Department because they have this inbuilt liability to lie to the American public and have for generations, just like the government has. You can take your FDA and your CDC and you can shove them right up your eugenics harness no bueno not happening now I want to play it again and do a breakdown on everything this guy said nine months you threw in sequences for variants and let me talk about you notice how Ve- Fauci also admits like virtually nobody died of the flu last year the flu disappeared what he doesn't tell you is the hospitalizations and when they tell you 600,000 that's with. And a lot of that, those people were straight up murdered with remdesivir. Murdered with remdesivir. Murdered by not giving them real treatments. Murdered by sticking a damn tube down their neck. putting them on a ventilator. Murdered. You murdered those people. Oh, and before we go back, we are gonna go play by play that really quick, because how could we not? Dude, so on point. Oh, sorry, that's the wrong New York story. Well, tell me, tell me we don't have here. It is twenty-four hours of hell in top New York City. Patients left lying in hallways, urine-soaked floors, and staff incapable of providing answers for desperate family members as as city's healthcare system is stretched to the breaking point. Nothing to do with the COVID nineteen eighty four nightmare. This is just how bad it's gotten in New York City. See what I'm saying? This is destroyed by design. They got rid of a bunch of real deal healthcare workers because they didn't want to inject themselves with a bioweapon because they know what's up. Just like that dude does. New York is a cesspit. They, They have ruined... My once beautiful state. Ruined it. Still authoritarianism everywhere. Gross. Yuck. So we're going to do one more breakdown um, of this. I am going to leave uh, the rock finners. You've now seen the clip. If you want to listen to the rest of the show, Rockfin, by the way, it's always free. And uh, you can, every two weeks we give the video away as well. I want to thank everybody who supported me. Guys, this, this Fauci video is gold wrapped in diamond, because it because it just outs these people for what they are, all right? It, it lets you know that there are monsters among us, and they're shameless. I mean, this is the clown show on parade, everybody. I want everybody to understand that the clown show on parade, where Fauci's out there with some authoritarian from New York, all right, and then on top of being an authoritarian from New York, a bunch of, surrounded by a bunch of people still in masks trying to shoot you and your kids up with hate and lies. Okay? Just let's let's do it. Let's let's fouch it up. Here it is.
0: The simple facts are that in light of the government's own data. Oh, sorry. Um,
5: wrong COVID one. We're going to get to that one. not effective. If you were to get infected, you could pass it on to them. So you're actually protecting your family by getting him vaccinated.
6: Well, I heard that it doesn't um, cure it and it doesn't um, stop you from getting it. No.
5: Nope. So- On the very, very, very rare chance that you do get it, even if you're vaccinated, it's a very, you don't even feel sick. It's like you don't even know you got infected. First of all, that's a total lie. Everything about what he just said there
2: is a total and complete lie. And what do I mean by that? It's, it, it, it's pretty damn simple. Okay? He's not, That's not real. <laughs> that's not real. They, they told you as you took the shots, they would get you sick. And then it does absolutely nothing but crush your immune system and give you the quote-unquote side effects that they try to tell you that don't exist. It helps you in no way, shape, or form. They don't care about natural immunity. He's a liar. He should be in prison. It's prison time, liar face. So this woman, uh, you know, is telling the truth. A hundred percent telling the truth. And Fauci's just, no, you know what? I feel like lying today.
5: You don't like my lies? It's too bad. I'm a big liar. It's very, very good at protecting you.
6: Just the Anacostia. So get up there. Okay. All right. right. See
5: you later. Look at that.
2: like, look at that poor child. That's who they're going after, man. That's who they're going after. The people in America are not. And and this is my dude, man. Uh, You know what? I'm not even going to talk. I want to bring it right back to it. I'm going to get my ugly mug out of the way. I'm going to let this dude do his thing. Because this is what it's all about right here. America are not
1: settled with the information that's been given to us right now. So I'm not going to be lining up taking a shot on a vaccination. For something that wasn't clear in the first place. And then you all create a shot and miraculous time. It takes years to but create doctor, vaccination. Doctor, well, it to used testing. to take years. Okay, yeah. But yeah. it used to it. it you know you how take you
5: know how many years we're invested in this in this approach? About twenty years of science to get us to be able to years do is it. Not
1: and nine months is definitely not yeah. enough for nobody to be taking no vaccination yeah. that you all came up with. The only yeah. reason
6: I'm talking to you right now, as close yeah. as we are, is that I've been vaccinated. Right. But if it lot thousands of people like you don't get vaccinated, you're gonna let this virus continue to percolate in this country and in this world. Something
1: like the common flu then, right?
6: And, and like, It's like much common, more
1: serious though. than the flu. Right? Well, the flu kills a lot of people annually yeah. too. You and know how many
5: people down. died of the flu the last year? I mean, not this year, virtually none, but the previous year, about 20 to 30,000. You know, how many people have died from COVID-19 in the United States? 600,000 Americans.
1: Well, you, well, that, well the, the number that you are given that died, that's, that, once again, that's you all's number.
6: you gonna pay us.
1: Yeah, definitely. All so, right. when you, because when you start talking about paying people to get vaccinated, when you start talking about incentivizing things to get people vaccinated, there's something else going on with that it's something, yeah. else, something I, else going it on. It is with that. something going yeah. on. With something you're else. right, on
6: but here. I'm glad millions of people, like me and most everybody here, didn't get an. Did you know what their incentive was? Protecting their health and protecting the
1: city. Well, but that's, I, I, well, I won't keep doing okay, it anymore. It's okay. Because my for, my my, my incentive y'all campaign is about fear. It's about inciting fear in people. You all attack people with fear.
2: That's my dude. So let's go over the lies and how embarrassing that woman is. The only reason you're standing outside. Five feet from somebody is because you took a hate and lie shot, bitch. That's why. That's why. It, you should be ashamed. You're sitting there walking down the street with a front man for a demon eugenics program. <laughs> You're on the wrong side of history on every level. On ev- Not on a, on a small level at all. It don't matter what the color of your skin is, girl. All right? You're out there hurting people. The only reason you're standing outside even talking, because you took a hate and lie shot. You make me sick. You're weak. You're pathetic. It's disgusting. When Fauci sits there and he talks about 20 plus years on mRNA, he's not lying. He's not lying. Yeah, no, they they perfected something with the Defense Department and DARPA in partnership with Moderna and the gang. Yeah, I don't trust the Defense Department because they have this inbuilt liability to lie to the American public and have for generations. Just like the government has. You can take your FDA and your CDC and you can shove them right up your eugenics harness no bueno not happening Yeah, I want to play it again and do a breakdown on everything this guy said nine months you threw in sequences for variants and let me talk about you notice how Ve- Fauci also admits like virtually nobody died of the flu last year the flu disappeared what he doesn't tell you is the hospitalizations and when they tell you 600,000 that's with. And a lot of that, those people were straight up murdered with remdesivir. Murdered with remdesivir. Murdered by not giving them real treatments. Murdered by sticking a damn tube down their neck. putting them on a ventilator. Murdered. You murdered those people. Oh, and before we go back, we are gonna go play by play that really quick, because how could we not? Dude, so on point. Oh, sorry, that's the wrong New York story. Well, tell me, tell me we don't have here. It is twenty-four hours of hell in top New York City. Patients left lying in hallways, urine-soaked floors, and staff incapable of providing answers for desperate family members as as city's healthcare system is stretched to the breaking point. Nothing to do with the COVID nineteen eighty four nightmare. This is just how bad it's gotten in New York City. See what I'm saying? They, they, this is destroyed by design. They got rid of a bunch of real deal healthcare workers because they didn't want to inject themselves with a bioweapon because they know what's up. Just like that dude does. I mean, New York is a, a cesspit. They, they have ruined... My once beautiful state. Ruined it. Still authoritarianism everywhere. Gross. Yuck. So we're going to do one more breakdown um, of this. I am going to leave uh, the Finners. You've now seen the clip. If you want to listen to the rest of the show, Rockfin, by the way, it's always free. And uh, you can, every two weeks we give the video away as well. I want to thank everybody who supported me there. All right, let's do the breakdown. Here it comes. Um, where are we? Let's, let's play it again. Cause it's, it, come on, man. Did that not make everybody smile? Was there not smile? I mean, don't get me wrong. The woman is great, too. But this dude just lays it right out. It, it, it is a fear campaign.
6: Yeah.
1: The people in America are not settled with the information that's been given to us
2: right now. Yeah, because we don't know where it start. He tells you, doesn't know where it even started from the first place. It started in bioweapons laboratories. Not just in Wuhan, Chapel Hill, Fort Detrick. Uh, we now have evidence that it happened in Canada as well. I would say this thing was global, global. And again, not a leak. Looks like it's seeded to me. Seeded.
1: I'm not going to be lining up taking a shot on a vaccination for something that wasn't clear in the first place. And then you all create a shot in miraculous time.
2: Yeah. He's not, he's not wrong with the Defense Department. With the Defense Department. And, and he should have been like, and maybe he did because they cut a bunch of this. And then you don't even consider natural immunity as a thing. You act like natural immunity doesn't exist. For shame on these people stumping for Fauci. For shame. It takes years to... But t- the, the well, it, it used testing. to take
5: years. Okay, yeah. it
1: used to. It used, you know it to how? Take you, take years.
5: you know how many years we're invested in this in this approach? About twenty years of science to get us to be able to do it. Twenty years is not quickly. enough, and nine months is definitely not no. enough for nobody to
1: be taking no vaccination that you all came up with. The only oh, reason man. I'm
2: talking to you right now. I mean, look at it. I mean, the way. Ooh, it makes me so mad. The only reason you're outside talking to another human being, you're pathetic. It's because you took a hate and lie shot or a multiple hate and lie shots. Gross. Gross.
6: As close as we are is that I've been vaccinated. Right. But if a lot of thousands of people like you don't get vaccinated, you're going to let this virus continue to percolate in this country and in this
1: world. Something like the common flu then, right? uh,
6: It's much more
2: serious
1: than the flu. Well, the flu kills a lot of people
2: annually too. And again, the hospitalizations from the flu. Were 400,000 plus the year before COVID went, went to zero. All right, now you think about that, and they say 600,000. You add a lot of people, heart attacks, heart disease, all that other stuff with the COVID, and then you kill the majority of people that are in the hospital because you don't treat them like you did treat the flu. No Z-packs, vitamin C, vitamin D drips, nothing like that. No antibiotics, remdesivir. They got, we got you some remdesivir. Definitely no hydroxychloroquine, no ivermectin, remdesivir. That's what we got.
5: you wonder why this happened. How many people died of the flu the last year? I mean, not this year, virtually none, but the- Virtually none because we said that the flu disappeared. They, again, think about it. They're good. Think about it. Previous year, about 20 to 30,000. You know, how many people have died from COVID-19 in the United States? 600,000 Americans.
1: Well, you, well, that, well the, the number that you are giving that died, that's, that, once again, that's you all's number. You gonna yep. pass. Yeah, definitely. All right. Right. Because when you start talking about paying people to get vaccinated, when you start talking about incentivizing things to get people vaccinated, there's something else going on with that. Something yes. else, something I, else going it on, is
6: something going yeah, on something It is something going right. on You're right. But I'm glad it. millions of people, like me and almost everybody here, didn't get an incentive. You know what their incentive was? Protecting their health and
1: protecting the city. What? But that, I, I won't well, keep okay, doing anymore. Okay, my, you anymore. It's okay because my, my, my incentive, y'all, campaign is about fear. It's about inciting fear in people. You all attack people with fear.
2: That's right. And look as they walk off in shame with their masks on. With the front man for their operation. Right there. Oh, this is Andrew Britton, um talking about the uh, vaccines. And we'll we'll see what he has to say, huh?
0: The simple facts are that in light of the government's own data, um, COVID vaccinations and boosters are not effective. And from the evidence of the yellow card system, they're not safe. And to the UK taxpayer, they are not value for money. Indeed, given the side effects, Mr. Deputy Speaker, if they were free, we couldn't afford them. The only ones who really benefit from the booster rollout are big pharma with their license to print money and indemnification against the harms of their their product scores. Once again, Mr. Deputy Speaker, Big Pharma have put profits before people, and on this occasion, governments across the globe have been their willing marketing agents. The whole COVID 19 narrative is slowly unravelling. As I believe I've demonstrated today, Mr. Deputy Speaker, no one should have been boosted after the efficacy data was received on the 25th of October last year, and no one should be boosted in future based on that data. Given the evidence of harms, the boosters, I now believe that we have the full explanation of both the continuing excess death we've seen since the pandemic, 63,000 excess deaths in England and Wales in the last 12 months, and also the reason for the huge and unrelenting pressure of demand on the NHS. Mr. Deputy Speaker, it's the vaccines and the boosters and their side effects.
2: Spot on, not pulling punches, telling you the truth. Sadly,
0: I am confident that I will be proved correct. I sincerely wish it was not so. But the longer it takes our government to accept the truth, the more people will be harmed and die. The first step to putting right a problem is always to admit there is a problem. The government narrative of safe and effective is in tatters, as evidenced by their own data. Three months on from my original speech in this House, we have surely now sacrificed enough of our citizens on the uh, lives on the altar of ignorance and unfettered corporate greed to satisfy anyone. I therefore call on the government to immediately stop the mRNA vaccine booster program and initiate a full public inquiry into not only the vaccine harms, but how every agency and institution set up to protect the public interest have failed so abysmally in their duties.
5: If you were to get infected, you could pass it on. So they have
2: failed, 100%. 100%, that's, look, This operation was a great, they would have wanted, they wanted more, but this is a great success for command, control, okay, and and that population stabilization that big daddy, Davy Rockefeller, was talking about in that clip. This is their eugenics. It's been on the books well over 100 years. The feeble-minded, the useless eaters, the extra people, oh yes, the extra people, It's a running theme. It's a running theme. And going back to Ager and transhumanism, there's something that's really funny about this idea of transhumanism that Ager pointed out that's very obvious, and it's not something I've harped on enough. The idea that somehow artificial intelligence that is non-carbon based will last longer because it is non-carbon based and could last forever. Don't computers fail? Yeah, they do. That's why I end up buying, a, you know, a computer every couple of years cuz I have to. It's not a choice. You understand? I like I like I need to, to upgrade to be able to do the kind of things that I want to do. You know, to to continue and parts wear out. Things fail just like on human beings. And he made the point, he's like, most computers don't last anywhere near the length of a human life. And you can make the argument that, well, one day that will be fixed. Well, haven't they been telling us one day we'll cure cancer and one day we'll double our lifespans? One day. One day we'll have a magic pill that can do this for you and that for you. And meanwhile, there's more sickness and mental illness than ever more unhappiness than ever, ever globally. And you look like like how good we actually do have it, especially in the first world. We got it pretty good. Unfortunately, we've had it too good for too long, and we don't know how to protect it because we don't know what it is. And it has become the FBI coming to visit your home for Pfizer. Pfizer. Fight back. Yeah, do, you, do you
4: have plans to hurt anybody? I meant plans? by refusing their shots. So we
2: have to ask that's
4: you how you fight by. back. Right, we okay. Just have to
2: okay. I got to clarify that I said fight back against Pfizer? Fight back against Pfizer.
4: Okay, well, that's what I meant. Okay. Do I have intentions to hurt anybody? No, I don't. We have no plans of executing or carrying out. How can anyone? you execute a corporation? It's not a human being.
2: So you have no- <laughs> yeah, but just, let's bring it all back. The, again, I will show your face. I will shame you before you ask me absurd questions. FBI. This is incredible.
4: Fight back. Yeah,
2: do, you, do you have plans to hurt anybody? I meant a-
4: by refusing their shots. So we have to ask that's you how you fight back. Right, we just
2: okay. have
4: to clarify. Okay, well, that's what I meant. Okay. Do I have intentions to hurt anybody? No, I don't. You have no, no
6: plans of executing or carrying out- How can you execute
4: a corporation? It's not a human being. So you have no plans on- Executing Pfizer? No, because Pfizer. you can't physically do it. It was a joke. You can harm buildings. You can, there's plenty of things you can do to harm a corporation. That's why we're here to ask you. That's you have no intentions- all. You
2: can harm a building. This is the domestic terrorist narrative. On behalf of big pharma interests, this should chill you to your bones. This happened in New York. Now I tell you what, New York is gone. New York's gone,
4: man. ...department of Corporation, or, or doing anything to de- destroy cause destruction to any of their facilities. No, ma'am, I don't. Okay. Well, we have- You're here no, representing 12? Pfizer.
2: <laughs> it's the dark circus, man. The Dark Circus travels on. If if you can't tell what we just watched is dark, dark, dark. I don't know what to say. The Dark Circus is here. Wow. Just... You got to take a step back when you watch something like that. You got to take a step back. You made a post on social media... And it wasn't, I'm going to shoot something up. Wasn't, let's go hang an executive. No, it's let's fight back against a corporation that has been indemnified for injecting bioweapons into human beings. You want to come get me for that one, FBI? You want me to clarify that for you? Because I will step by step. Step by step. As I have your face on camera. I will school your ass. How dare you? Yeah, you can't execute a corporation. You can hurt a, you can hurt a building. <laughs> Buildings are insured. Every single establishment that's out there was established by human beings. You are allowed to criticize them. Pfizer doesn't go away. If someone did do something violent to it, instead you guys just get more excuses to say that American citizens are domestic terrorists. Disgusting. Disturbing. Gross. Yuckles. The FBI for shame. For shame, FBI. Again, it's the dark circus. I can't imagine... You know, I know people who were visited by the FBI for January 6th. I'd put you on the spot there, too. Start talking about violence or insurrection. What violence did I... They're trying to make it a crime to chant slogans if they don't like your slogan. Oh, right? (laughs) I mean... <laughs> I'll never forget being down at a uh, 9/11 anniversary. Um, not sure. I, I don't think it was the fifth anniversary now. Maybe it was. It's it's it's. it's I'm I'm an old man, but I hadn't seen um, this dude for quite some time. I think I saw him at the Rock the Bells concert too. He's a straight up communist, by the way. Straight up communist. He's a, as commie as it gets. I mean, I guess you could say national socialist, but not a Nazi. Certainly not a white guy. I can tell you that. Um, and he told like this. I miss you, Sebastian. So, so this is somebody that I pledged with in my fraternity. And I worked with before that. And it's funny um, because when I had decided to pledge and said I was going to do that, I had no idea that this guy was going to be my pledge brother. I'd met everybody else but him when he showed up. We got like, You're, I was just like, that guy? Really? That We're, we're doing it with that guy? Oh. Oh. And I mean, this guy was hippy, dippy the whole nine. But I'll never forget it. I'm down at 9-11 anniversary. Hadn't seen him for years. And I hear, equal pay for equal work. Work as well rights. All over a megaphone. Equal pay for equal work. Work is one rights. And he's a march. And he's got every reason to do it. Equal pay for equal work. Bear miss. <laughs> And I stopped. And I, and I gave him a hug. We talked for a minute, and what are you doing? He knew what I was doing. Uh, he'd seen the movie around downtown. I was well aware. And we have very different political views, I'm sure, to this day. And I still love them. We went on our way. I don't want to criminalize his speech, and I don't want my speech criminalized. I don't want my viewpoints demonized to the point where I no longer have rights and that I'm being intimidated by a department of justice over my social media posts criticizing a corporate entity that basically has unlimited resources to try to crush me as a person using lawfare I'm just a little guy I'm just junior (sighs) let's go over some of these stories um that I didn't hit earlier in the broadcast. Kim Jong-un orders his troops to prepare for immediate and overwhelming nuclear counterattack against enemies as he accuses the U.S. of holding aggressive military drills with Seoul, South Korea, using nuclear assets. They're bringing out the greatest hits, aren't they? They go, you you want old school? We're bringing back North Korea as well. Because that's what I want. I want more conflict. Again, say what you want about Trump, but he was a man of the people for a reason. Most of the public, at least the ones that can tie their shoes, dry themselves off after a shower, you know, go to work, the the basics, you know, start a car, all nine. Vast, we want less war and less conflict and we want more discussions. Okay, you understand how that works? We want people to relate with one another, more conversations, less death, no matter what. That's, that's the basics. With North Korea, Trump did that. He went over, he shook his hand, and he had discussions. And all of a sudden, the fear-mongering against North Korea stopped for a little while. The John Boltons of the world didn't get that much steam, and then Trump famously brought in John Bolton terrible person a total complete warmonger someone who's that that's a dangerous human being because he's projecting what hate lies and war that's why i think that's fair he's promoting hate lies and war trump although involved in the hate lies and war certainly didn't promote it in that aspect so again just putting it out there um as far as the idea that any of this is still for your health and not about authoritarianism, it was never about your health. It was never about your health. It's still not about your health. And it's right in your face. Novak Djokovic is denied entry to the U.S. again and will miss the Miami Open after organizers tried to get the unvaccinated world number one an exemption. It's three years later, guys. We're, we, we were talking about how ridiculous it was last year that Djokovic, who's the number one guy in the world, should should have Nike contracts out the wazoo, should be promoted way more than, say, I don't know, Conor McGregor. Oh, boy, oh, drink me whiskey. I know he doesn't have a whiskey to sell, Djokovic. You know, he doesn't, uh, t- we need to lock down as a nation, lock down, Lockie McDownage, and, and again, th- this is a headline in the Telegraph. One, of course, um, y- you know, I mean, they have their equivalent to the Twitter files, which is called the Lockdown Files and show how corrupt Matt Hancock and the UK and the European Union uh, were, period. Uh, the leaked WhatsApp messages show that we have been governed by petty, frightened men who valued appearance over substance. Lockdowns kill people, and the more you lock down, the more you kill. You had people within the World Health Organization saying that lockdowns didn't work, you know, three to six months after the event, but that wasn't what Tedros would tell you. Or Fauci would tell you, or any of the front organizations. Now you got Tedros telling imagination land, fairy tale land stories. Oh yeah, China didn't didn't cooperate because they didn't want to tell us the zoonotic origins of the virus. Cartoon. We are at cartoon level. Cartoony McGee. Cartoons. We were attacked with a genetically engineered bioweapon and then in turn attacked psychologically with a program to inject bioweapons into the general populace. Anything less they're telling you is a lie. Hey, am I, ooh, ooh, you're coming to get me, FBI. Cause the Defense Department created MRI hate and lie shots that do nothing for you, and all the evidence shows that. And they're allowed to lie, and the corporations they worked with are completely indemnified. You're gonna come talk to me about it? Am I getting sued by Pfizer and Moderna? Y'all worked with the Defense Department. I don't inject hate and lies, bro. Sorry, brah. And and Let's say I'm wrong. I'm not. But let's say I'm wrong. You used to be allowed to be wrong in this country. And by the way, there's plenty of people out there doing their thing in the alternative media that, that glom on to the popular talking points and then they purposely do lie. And they purposely make up fantasy land stories for people to believe the cabal's coming to an end. people are going to jail. No, no, they are gonna put Trump in jail. Uh, I don't think that they have the huevos or the cojones to try to keep him in jail. I, I think the again, we're gonna get that that sweet, sweet perp walk, and boy, again, propaganda for decades on that one, no matter how it all turns out. That's that, that's it. Propaganda for decades. But if they keep him in there, man, I guess the the car. I mean, we've we're full blown Banana Republic, right? That that's how you could identify a lot of these corrupt second and third world nations is the way that they carry out their politics is to arrest their political opponents. We already had a really big coup d'état right in our face. Huge coup d'état. I mean. Big time coup d'état. That's it. We ha- we have. There's no doubt about it. We got a. And, and it wasn't just with the election. You know, we we've had a gradual continuity of government, shadow government takeover, what many would ta- call the deep state, um, really from the growing inception of the intelligence apparatus. But post World War II, forget about it. They took that model that worked so well during World War II with compartmentalization, misinformation, and disinformation campaigns, right? The Manhattan Project in particular, and said, we like this model. We're going with this model. And they've grown, and they've grown, and they've grown, and they just continue to grow. All right, let's hit a couple more stories. (sighs) <sighs> New York City battens down the hatches and NYPD prepares to mobilize 700 disorder control riot cops ahead of ex-president's possible arrest. Doesn't look possible. Looks like they're going for it. It looks like this is it. This is the gravy train with biscuit wheels they've been talking about. Uh, maybe I'm wrong, but Donald Trump's talking about it as well. You know, And uh, the grassroots that will come out for Trump It will be incredible. But the opposition in the city is going to be huge. And then, like I said, I think the NGOs are shipping people in. So uh, take a look. Look how many Trump people, just like in this little corner of the St. Patrick's Day Parade. And and again, this is the city that supposedly hates him. Uh, Take a look. A street performer known as Crackhead Barney interacts with supporters of the former President Trump at a parade. So, I mean... here's, here's the, you know, the Trump supporters, and this is the opposition. Crackhead Barney. Yeah. Oh, the old stepping on DeSantis. There's Crooked Cohen. Lovely stuff. Lovely stuff. New York, the 10 most expensive U.S. states to retire in. New York, of course, tops the list. Um, Again, uh, I can't believe that California doesn't feature, but when you look at this, And you see where most of them are. Where are they? East Coast. East Coast, baby. East Coast. New York, New Jersey, Vermont, Massachusetts, Maryland, Washington, Connecticut, Maine. And it appears, let's bring it on over, that Illinois and Oregon top out the list. Illinois, yeah, Illinois. It's it's crazy because although that's right across the way, it's two and a half hours away. uh, Illinois, very much beholden to New York City, just like, or I'm sorry, Uh, very uh, much beholden to Chicago, just like New York is beholden to New York City. And you look at these places. Again, New York, New Jersey, Vermont, Massachusetts, Maryland, Washington, Connecticut, Maine, Illinois, and Oregon. You notice that Pennsylvania is not there. Pennsylvania tries to do its own thing. I don't know how much longer they're going to be able to. I really, really don't. So the East Coast, they're putting the screws to you financially. You better believe it. Ukraine's Voldemort. Zelensky urges allies to ensure evil Russia is held to account for every act of terror as justice ministers meet in London after issuing an arrest warrant for Putin. Meanwhile, Putin's down in Mariupol visiting citizens that are his supporters. Not supposed to have any supporters in Mariupol, according to mainstream media, but and also not supposed to be, I don't know, winning the war, which he's clearly winning. Um, but again, we have to make... It's pretend time. We have to we have to go with the great narrative instead of what's really going down. Uh, just the fact that Zel, Zelensky's on tour in a bunch of sweatshirts playing Rambo it should be total and complete alarm bells. And, and <laughs> the Churchill thing, right? You're constantly, he's the next Churchill. Wow, he sounded like... You know who he sounded like? Winston Churchill. Well... I've been watching a lot of World War II stuff in the background. It's one of the things I do while I'm working. I'll put on America Heroes Channel. And so that's a big one for me. American Heroes Channel. Don't get me wrong. I get it. And I'm watching a lot of propaganda too. But I love old history reels. I love the World War II era because I think we need to learn from our mistakes. And there's so much going on with that that in my mind, there's actually plenty to learn from. Imagine that. Plenty to learn from. Okay. Okay. And I'm sitting there, and I'm watching, and I'm watching Churchill giving these species, uh speeches. And first of all, I didn't think that he was that great to begin with, uh, but but as a figurehead, and on uh, Zelensky doesn't even come close. He sounds like Ch- sounds like Churchill. He doesn't even speak English. You know, they they waited a, a year after coaching him on his English to come out and barely give a speech so he could hug Nancy Pelosi. Made me want to vomit. I wanted to puke in my mouth. Now, at least Churchill, to his credit, the, the, the way he came up was being a great orator, at least of the time. And, and he can speak. You know, he's, he's sitting there actually during the World War II era talking about uh, taking over parts of Africa and Cyprus and Aleppo. And for me, just watching somebody on a world stage talking about Cyprus or Aleppo during those time periods um, is interesting. The fact, you know, what was really interesting is they were talking about World War II politics and U.S. soldiers in the Middle East and in Africa. And despite the fact that you had thousands of people fighting on the Allied forces, if they weren't fighting on them, there were certain American soldiers that would literally just have carte blanche and just shoot citizens, not even treat them like humans. They, I think the reference was to treat them like gophers out on the farm. And that there were certain U.S. soldiers um, that felt helpless, obviously weren't for this, and didn't know what to do. That's why when you look at war, you want to avoid it really at just about every length possible. Because the horrors that happen at war, overseas, abroad, and, and at home, are the worst of the worst when it comes to what is collectively happening to humanity. Some people are turned into monsters that you never thought would be. Monsters are also let loose on society. All right? And then dissent is crushed at home and the citizenry have their rights under attack. That's that's the basics. That's how war usually rolls. Okay? And that's why we challenge all narratives here all the time. Obviously, tomorrow, if there's a rest, uh, maybe it'll be bright and early. Maybe he will turn himself over bright and early. I guess we'll be watching the media tonight for that. Um, I know that there is a broadcast later today with The Last American Vagabond. Let me see what time that's going to be because I'm going to be a part of that. I'm pretty excited about that today. The Last American Vagabond does incredible work. T-Lab does incredible work. So let's see. It is 12 p.m. to 5 p.m. Eastern time for a special fundraising event. The entire team will be there throughout the day for questions. That's Whitney Webb and Derek Bros. Very, very cool. So that's about 11 a.m. my time. Uh, And uh, we're going to jump in. And uh, look, just like I love Red Voice Media and what they're able to do, one of the things that Ryan has been able to do other than just his... uh, Broadcast and the special reports uh, via video of people like Bros is that they have uh, some really good writers. Bros is amongst them, Whitney Webbs amongst them, but they they put out and Ryan himself the articles they put out are thorough, and uh, they're they're often firsthand journalism. I love what they do, so uh, we'll be joining there. I mean, I'm not going to be there for five hours or anywhere close, but we're going to jump in on that. Uh, that's something to look out for. Again, this network has just grown, 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 uh, lightning fast. You got people like Matt Couch doing their daily show now, which uh, is exciting. I think that's facts over fiction. You got Chad Canton and of course Drew Burquist and uh, Ray Dietrich. Big fights this weekend, Ray. And I know we texted back a, a little bit, but I don't think we texted during the Co and Maine, and and that's where the magic really happened, right? That the, the Co and Maine. I was just, woo. The whole card was great, but the uh, Gaethje-Faziev fight, wow. And the fact that Leon Edwards was able to stop the takedowns, uh, worked his game out well, did cheat a little bit, but definitely won that fight, and uh, maybe put Kamaru Usman back into the gatekeeper role. Let's see if he can come out like a Covington. I don't know that he can. I would have loved a Covington in the audience, I want to see Covington Edwards. I think that fight makes sense. I know we, we usually save the mixed martial arts for mixed martial mindset. And that's another thing you can look forward to this week. Uh, we'll be doing that, I believe, Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern. So yeah, that's that's good. So, so Thursdays for y'all, that, that, that actually does sound just about right. 8 a.m., because uh, it's usually 9 p.m. my time. Yeah, 8 a.m. we still go for reality rants and then we do our show with John Fitch. Over in the evening time, I think that that is going to just about wrap it up for the premium end of the broadcast. I do want to thank everybody who has come over. Uh, this is the new studio. I think the, again the video looks a little cleaner. I may have to go. I you know I had um, just something happen where the video card gave out just before we went live, and I think it has something to do with the the board, maybe the power supply. I'm I'm thinking about maybe even upgrading already like yeah, not the entire computer, but the motherboard, uh, possibly the RAM. and uh, we'll see where We'll see where it goes from there. I don't I don't want to spend too much money in this crazy market and I did just spend a buttload. but I guess if you want the premium deal, um, there might be a few more things that I do need to upgrade to. So with that being said, guys, I absolutely love you. Um, we will be live tomorrow morning. Remember to check out the other broadcasts. And I will see you all on the flip side.